Warning, the following program contains an open, honest, frank, and sometimes explicit discussion of sex. Listener discretion is advised. Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the hell time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am JD and I'm here with my freshly colored wife. <laughs> Fresh from the hair salon. Got rid of, um, I won't even say it. I'll get my ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> nah, I have a couple. Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> it's all right. They're blonde. My hair is blonde, so uh, it blends. You look sexy as hell. Hey, I got, that brings up a good question, though. Over the weekend, I got asked the question. We were talking about hair color or something with our friends, and somebody asked if you were a, a true blonde, and of course, all of our friends immediately piped up and said, I don't know, I've never seen the carpet, because there's not <laughs> carpet. <laughs> Um, I my answer was yes in the summertime. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty accurate, isn't it? It's very accurate. Yeah, in the in the winter it gets darker. In the summer it gets super blonde. Right. Um, but you color it year round now anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Growing <laughs> up as a kid, it was always blonde without color. Right. As I as I got a little bit older, it got a little bit darker. Sure. So my skin tone is for a blonde. Um, I look weird with dark hair. <laughs> I really do. I look very washed out and pale and yeah. sickly. And Just don't ever go red again. That was bad. <laughs> Shut up. That, oh my, that was funny, though. It was not red. It was like clown orange. <laughs> so it was bad. Um, just to watch your bottles, ladies. Um, I actually had... This was... The last time I ever, ever, ever colored my own hair, right? Um, I bought a box at the at the store, and some smartass switched the packages. They switched <laughs> the bottles inside of the box, so what I thought I was getting was not what I got. I came out like this weird maroon color, and I took my towel off my head and i'm like what the fuck it, it was borderline orange it was it was it no was, it was it was, it was really. deep it was like this weird maroon yeah. color and so i tried to lift it and then it became ronald mcdonald red <laughs> and then i lifted it again and it became like this orange color and finally i did it again and i had to wait periods of time in between and it became like a strange strawberry blondish color. I never did my own hair again, mainly because I don't touch, I don't trust smart ass bitches in the store. <laughs> it was cool though, because I got to fuck like three different girls. You know, she just right. kept changing her hair color. I was like, hey, you're somebody new. <laughs> All right, we are coming to you live from the basement studio as we always do, but uh, this time it's probably a little different for those of you listening to us. Uh, uh, some of you probably aren't allowed to leave your basements these days. Um, we're under quarantine everywhere. It seems like, uh, here in our neck of the woods, we're still allowed to go outside. Um, you and I are both still working in locations, but I, I will, I want to point not. this out. I'm not. The beverage of choice tonight. <laughs> what is it, honey? It's a Corona. I'm drinking a damn Corona. <laughs> if you think this beer has anything to do with what's going on in the world, then you shouldn't be listening to this show. That's all I got to say. I'm drinking it. Right? Yeah. No, actually, today was my last day in the office. Well, I understand, but you... I have been. 
you have been and and had you had more training classes and and been scheduled you still would be your your office is still open still up and running mine is still up and running um which is just ridiculous to me they're they're closing bars and restaurants where people of you know 50 people gather but my office which has a factory with over a thousand people in it is fine Yeah, I don't get it. We're a little bit different. They are encouraging everybody to work from home, but there are some people that are in the older generation that they don't feel comfortable working from home. Oh, sure. Um, I spent a lot of my day today teaching the little ladies how to set up their computers at home, how to set up the VPN and to get the passcodes on their phones and doing all that stuff. So that was a lot of, I was supposed to be teaching a class and while the students were working on something, I was actually helping the little old ladies Mm -hmm. and I'm like, you know what? I know you're going to get home and you're going to have questions. Call me. I will help you through it. We can FaceTime. (laughs) It is scary and difficult times that we're living through right now. This is unprecedented. It's like nothing our generation has ever seen before. Um, so we just got a soldier on. All we can do is keep living our lives and listen to what we can and, and try and protect ourselves as much as possible. But, and if we get quarantined, <laughs> we can have lots of morning sexuals. Yes, we could. Yay. Even though I still have to work, even if I'm quarantined. True. <laughs> I'm sure I would too, but that's all right. We could morning break time would be bound chicka bound bound. Right. Well, and let's face it. I'm supposed to have surgery on Monday. It's probably not going to happen. Probably now not going to happen. In our area, they're starting to shut down hospitals to any, any unnecessary procedures, um, anything that's elective, anything that's basically not COVID related. They're, or a heart they're, attack. They're saying, yeah, don't come in because yeah. they're just getting overwhelmed. It's it's getting crazy. Yeah, they changed my appointment. I have my pre-op appointment tomorrow, and they changed that to a... Just a, a phone call. Yeah, yeah, a phone call appointment. Um, and whether or not I will actually have surgery, I guess I'll find out tomorrow. When I talked to him yesterday, they still said yes. Yeah. So who knows? But that a lot, everything's changing right now so rapidly. Minute to minute, there's more closures, there's more cancellations, there's more uh, diagnosis. Um, obviously, the tests are getting out there now, so they're finding a lot more people have this than initially thought. And well, and we hear a lot, well, it's just the flu, it's just the flu, but you don't understand. It's attacking respiratory systems, and people cannot, there's not enough ventilators at hospitals to handle it well and the other problem take it seriously yeah and and okay yeah for you and i it is probably not a a huge deal however we have elderly parents both of us have both of our parents still alive and we visit them yep um we have obviously you guys know listening to the show a brand new grandson who is a newborn the saving (laughs) grace is they are saying that it it's not affecting children under 10 like their likelihood of getting it is very low but the problem is i also have a daughter who is nursing and that is my grandson's food source right so i'm not so much concerned about him but more so for her yep so just be careful out there that's all we ask and and you know obviously soldier on there's nothing else we can do we just just keep pushing forward so and have sex yeah in the meantime let's talk about some shenanigans because we got lots to talk about i came to a realization honey what's that we just got back from a hotel takeover we are borderline fantastic swingers 
we are horrible broadcasters. <laughs> oh my god! You know, I that's w- what I would say. I was thinking about this though. Um, a lot of it is in the last two. I'm sorry, three takeovers that we went to. Yes. There was not before. We were very visible to everybody. Like we were in rooms where as people walked by. Had giant windows. Had giant windows. It was, or we were set up like in the breakfast nook that could get locked, that kind of thing. So we were where the action was. So as people were milling about and they were partying, they saw us. And they're like, ooh, what's that? As we were like having conversations with people. And so they wanted to come in. Well, now the last few we've been in our room. And so people don't see us. They don't know that we're there. They. So what she's really trying to make excuses for is we went the whole weekend and did not do a single interview. We didn't. We We didn't. We said I busted my ass and set the studio all up and then nothing. (laughs) So. Right. That was our fault. We had probably a little too much fun, but that's what these things are about. So um, this was the the big party. Uh, It's a conjunction of two separate groups. They get together, and one hosts Friday night and the other hosts Saturday night. So um, Andy and Leanne, who we've talked to on the show many times before, guys, they hosted uh, Friday night and did a fantastic job. It was Mm -hmm. so good to see them. And then uh, George and Shelly. They hosted on Saturday night. We've talked to them, of course, quite a bit, too, and they did a fantastic job again. It was just two solid nights of, of good times. Well, and the funny thing is, is originally, and we had told all of our friends, we told everybody, we weren't going to go on Friday night No, we because of our work stuff. schedules. Yeah, there was schedules conflicting and all kinds of stuff happening, and then, what, Friday morning? Yeah, I said, well, my new hires are going to get moved out early. I'm going to be home early. Um do we want to go? So it's we're him and on and it's like, oh my God, I guess. Uh, I kind of left it up to you and I said, hey, yeah. you, you make the decision and tell me if you find someone to watch the dog and it's still available, we have a room available, just text me and let me know and it was like noon you text me <laughs> well i had uh, i had something to do in the morning i had to go help a, a buddy out and we were doing a building project so i went and took care of that and then i still was undecided at that point i'm like oh god do we want to do this or don't we and then driving home i'm like yeah let's do it so i started calling everywhere and trying to get hotel rooms and get dog sitter lined up and <laughs> getting everything going so by the time we got there friday night the only people that knew we were actually coming were George and Shelly, and then uh, the buddy I was doing the building project with was Jeff. Of course, we've talked to on the show. I I let him know that we were coming too, but I told him don't tell anybody. So so we walked in, and I think uh, Ashley about attacked me. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just hear ee, and then she ran and like. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Everybody was very shocked to see us, and that was fun. That was a fun surprise. We love to, to do that, and it was a lot of fun. So Friday night um, at the party, they did the pool party. We hung out in the pool for a little bit, went down there and uh, played some bingo. We did. We played <laughs> naughty bingo. They have a, uh, a lady that comes in, and she does. Uh, she calls it adult bargo, I believe. I don't, I'm not sure what the terminology yeah. on that is. but We're going to get her on the show. Uh, yes, we are. Um, we talk to her extensively. Uh, and she brings in like sex toys for prizes, and then they do bingo. And so, she normally does this in bars. Yeah, in actual like vanilla bars. <laughs> um, this was only her second hotel takeover, her second lifestyle event. Um, she kind of got invited in, obviously, by the crew uh, 
that that runs the hotel takeovers and you know they she's from the same hometown so she's they know each other just because she does the adult bingo they do this stuff you know anyway um but she uh she was a lot of fun and yeah. we're, we're looking forward to talking to her we've got it set up we're going to do a phone interview with her so she was a, a really cool person to meet over the weekend that was awesome yeah we had a lot of fun with that um then later after that we kind of just hung out in various rooms Mm, yeah, and then Mostly we ended up in one room, didn't we, In one we, room, yeah, in one room. We were Carmen in. got out the toys, <laughs> started going to work. And that was not, um, that wasn't really planned, and it definitely wasn't in our room, because this time we were in we a- small a, room, because we booked so damn late. Yeah, we were in a, a double bedroom, yeah. um, so very tall man on a, on a queen-size bed does not work out very well. Yep. That's all right. We won't book so late in the future <laughs> so we can make sure we get clean or king size beds. Yeah, just so you know, on our drive home, we already booked for Halloween. <laughs> we did. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're not doing that again. Let's book now. Right? <laughs> yeah. So um, we did book already, but we ended up up in the room. Mm-hmm. And you were flogging away. I As was. always, you had uh, many participants. We did. Uh, it was good. It was a lot of people in and out of the room. Um, I know you were a little worried about me because I get kind of left alone when you're doing your thing. But <laughs> You definitely did not get left alone. No, ma'am, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> you said so. I don't It was probably Sunday when we were talking. You asked me how if I was okay. And I said, well, I had three beautiful women giving me rotating lap dances all the time you were vlogging. I was good. <laughs> you know, and I think that's, that's coming from more of us becoming more comfortable and other people becoming more comfortable with us, like our friends. Absolutely. Um, before, it would be, I would be flogging and you would kind of be sitting off to the side and a little bit bored because people weren't sure what they could do. Right. And now, and of course, it was people that we knew and people that had my permission that I'm comfortable with that if I looked over and saw someone grinding on you, I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, have fun, honey. Um, yeah. There was only one I asked you about uh, the one because they're fairly new into the lifestyle. We had them to the house. Um, we haven't really played with them. Um, and she was giving me a lap dance and I was obviously fondling and playing a little bit with her. But I just asked you if that was OK because yeah. we hadn't really had that talk. Yeah. And it was it was completely fine. Yeah. Good. Totally fine. Yeah. You um, like I said, I think he flogged maybe five, six people. It yeah. wasn't wasn't huge numbers, but it was a good night. No, I think every I flogged a lot of a couple new people, um, one that had not really been flogged before and was a little scared of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took it slow and easy on her and communicated with her and said, "Hey, you tell me what you want. Do you want more? Do you want less?" Right. So and I was kind of watching her and yep. she dug it. <laughs> she liked it. There was uh, an incident. I obviously we'd never name names or anything, but there was a lady that was pretty intoxicated, and she really liked you. Yeah. <laughs> um, when Carmen's in her flogging mode, don't touch her. Don't get into her space. Um, she's in that mode, and she wants to go to town on whoever she's working on. She doesn't want distractions. She doesn't want any outside forces. And this unfortunate, uh, unfortunately, this lady was, like I said, inebriated and, and kept kind of getting close to you and getting in your space and wanting to take advantage of me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And it it was not 
taking no and I unfortunately and I don't like to I had to get firm and almost rude right and I don't like being that person but it goes for saying as women we expect if we tell a man no that they accept no there is no difference if you are a woman Telling and a woman. woman tells you no. Same holds true for if you wouldn't like it if a man kept going after you. After you said no, you would feel very uncomfortable and you would not like it. It's right. the same thing for women. Women, no means no for you as well. <laughs> Correct. Very well put. So, I mean, it wasn't a huge deal. We got through it. Right. Um, and thankfully, and, yep. you and Stephanie were... You know, at that point, Stephanie was grinding on you mm-hmm. and she came over and said something to me and I'm like, not my room. And she went over and was asking Stephanie and I turned my head and I looked at both of you and I shook my head yep. <laughs> and both of you picked up that hint. And I thank you both for having my back. Yeah. Yep. So just a minor little glitch in the night. Other than that, the night was fantastic. We ended things, I don't know, probably around 2 a.m. or so. Yeah. It wasn't a really late night, but it was late for you. <laughs> it was. It was. But you and I had that conversation on the way home that I think I figured out why I crashed so hard on Friday nights. Because I'm in that mode and it, it takes me, I'm in that don't touch me mode. And I have a hard time switching back out of it. Right. Once I'm there, I have a hard time flipping it back around to it's okay to touch me now. So once you're done flogging, you can't just kind of sit back, relax, and enjoy the party. And let other people play with me. Right. I'm still, don't touch me. I don't want to be touched. Right. So. And we'll... I, I kind of get that way with you even too. Yeah. And you said it's something you got to work on. And, I do. And Absolutely. Yeah. That's good that you recognize that. And I don't think it uh, it didn't impede anything on Friday night. We were tired. We'd been up since 5 a.m. because it was Four. a work day. Four for you, five for me. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's two in the morning. It was time to go to bed. So Well, and we also didn't want to over-imbibe for the next day. Yeah, we had to get going the next night. So Is that a word? Over-imbibe? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I didn't think it was, but and it sounded really stupid coming out of my mouth, but I couldn't stop it. <laughs> well. <laughs> to put that one in the uh, dictionary and see what comes up. Yeah, I'm guessing nothing. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, we didn't we didn't want to overdo it on Friday night and then be wrecked for Saturday. But in the the good news is this hotel had some fantastic blackout curtains. Holy shit! And you slept until nine thirty. Nine thirty, which I is did. unheard of. Usually, for yeah. Usually at these things, I I'm still up at my normal. You know, even though I go to bed at 2, I still will wake up anywhere between 5.30 and 6.30. Yeah, you get to 7, it's a miracle. And I here know. you are sleeping until 9.30. So we got a good night's sleep in. Yeah, I did wake up with a hellacious headache. Yes, you were you were feeling the effects. My neck really hurt. I think I... <laughs> One gentleman on Friday night wanted... He wanted it harder. And I had three boa floggers in my hand at one time and I was full on baseball swinging and I think I threw up my neck. <laughs> we had that conversation on Saturday. 
you thought, oh, maybe I threw out my neck or it's because I slept wrong. Or I said, well, maybe it was because of the three quarters of a bottle of Jack Daniels you drank. That could be. <laughs> it might have contributed to the headache a little. I think it was a combination of everything. <laughs> so by um, I, I did lay down, back down, and you rubbed my neck. And by 1130, it was good. Yep. So we got out and uh, coffee at the hotel. They were having trouble with the coffee maker. It was like spewing out colored water <laughs> it was bad so uh luckily there was a mcdonald's next door ran over there grabbed some coffee and a couple of breakfast sandwiches for us in the morning um even though it wasn't really morning <laughs> <laughs> it was about 10 o'clock by that time yeah so and then we just kind of hung out with uh, with friends and talked uh, throughout the day oh my gosh at one point we had everybody in our room our tiny room <laughs> yeah there was like 12 people piled onto two beds Yep. People just kept showing up like, come on in. Come on in. Absolutely. So everybody was hanging out and having fun. And then we en- ended up going to lunch. Yeah, um, we did go to lunch. Um, we were going to take a shower. And that didn't happen for me. Yeah, I took a quick shower because <laughs> we got the invitation to go to lunch. We're like, all right, let's go. But uh, let me shower quick. And I took my five-minute shower and we got on the road. Um, didn't nothing too expensive extensive there we, we went, went to, to culver's yeah we went to uh, culver's and then we stopped at a uh, walmart to pick up a few things. that was eerie by the way being in a walmart last saturday yeah it was weird all the shelves were empty and it was packed and that was just weird yeah that was, that was very very weird <laughs> very, very zombie apocalypse like <laughs> apocalyptic apocalyptic yeah yes so after that, we got back to the hotel, and then um, you finally got to take your shower. Well, more people piled into our room. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, look, guys, I got to go shower, hang out, whatever. So I went and showered while everybody was still hanging out. Yep, we stood, uh, hung out and talked. and So I came out in my towel and started doing makeup, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, sorry for the illusion is broken, but I have a hair towel on. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> So that brings us to Saturday night's party. Um, we had fun. <laughs> we had lots of fun. So we started off the evening, and it was, of course, uh, an Irish theme with St. Patrick's Day right around the corner. Um, we, I had my kilt on, of course. Um, got checked many times to make sure it was authentic. And I was okay with it. <laughs> this time you were. You were okay with it last year, too, though. But I, we had to have that conversation a little bit. Uh, but last year, only really only one person stuck their hand up and checked. True. This year, I'm like, hey, you want to see his dingling? Go ahead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you want to see his dingling? Yep. All right. So, yes, I had my kilt on. Your first outfit was your Irish dress with shamrocks all over it. Yep. Skin tight, of course. Yummy. How many outfits did you go through that night? Like five? <laughs> no. Well, I only counted like three and a half because the one outfit I had on for all of like two minutes, I walked downstairs and the top was itching like a bitch. There was a little tiny mini skirt and a little bra top and green sparkly shit. It was uh, really cute. It was cute, but it itched. And I'm like, I can't do this. I got to go. So you went upstairs, put on a, was that when you put on one of those mesh things? Yeah. Yeah, put some pasties on the boobies and a mesh dress over top. So I was happy with that too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We hung out for a while and talked to lots of great friends, met some new people as well. That was awesome. And uh, we were downstairs in the dance area. We were upstairs in the hallways. We roamed that hotel quite a bit. Oh, we didn't talk about the cool speakeasy. 
Yeah, they did. A, this was really neat. They did an old 1920s speakeasy type pub in one of the rooms. And that was not put on by Hush. That was actually a private couple that did it all on their own. And it was amazing. Oh, they had authentic bartenders. The guy They even spoke the language from the 20s. And they made up these, I think there was four different authentic. Three. Was there three or four? There were three there authentic drinks. Okay, so they had little little mini like martini glasses and <laughs> little uh, shot glasses, and you could get these drinks, and they were oh, fantastic. They were amazing, because they had the mojito, they had the old-fashioned, and then they had a shot. Yes. And it was so good. Um, was it an old-fashioned, or was it a Manhattan? I think it was a Manhattan. I don't know. I did okay. not drink that one. I don't remember one. now. I had but you loved them. it. It was good. You loved it. <laughs> it um, their decorations were awesome. They went all out in this room. Guys, I I hope you're listeners because you did fantastic. George and Shelly, if you talk to them, let them know that we think that they did amazing. Yeah, that was really neat to see. And, of course, everybody was streaming in and out of that room. And it was right across the hall from ours, which was kind of nice. It was also it uh, doubled as the playroom because it was like a two-room suite. So the back room was the playroom. But, um, yeah, there were people in and out of there all until they ran out of booze, basically. Um, and they, like you said, they did just a fantastic job. It looked so cool in there. They did. <laughs> so we did that. Um, as I said, we wandered around the hotel quite a bit, talked to a lot of people, which was awesome. We love seeing these people because these are people we only get to see, you know, once or twice a year. Yeah. Um, in some cases. So great to talk to them and catch up with old friends. And then um, early this time around. Yay! Like, was it 10 o'clock maybe? Nice. Earlier than that. It was like nine ish. Nine. Uh, we got an invitation to go back to a room with two other couples and shenanigate, yeah. <laughs> I would say. And thank you, friends, for knowing us so well to know that <laughs> to I, go like, early. <laughs> I like to shenanigate early. Yes, you do. Um, and that was a lot of fun. We had uh, a great time in that room. Obviously, I won't go into too many details, but I will tell this story. Oh, my gosh. Carmen. So funny. <laughs> so um, I don't. I gotta set it up because we gotta go way back to a hot tub party that we had. There was uh, two other couples and us in a hot tub, and uh, all the gentlemen were receiving blowjobs uh, from their spouses. It was lovely, and Carmen said whirlpool, and everybody kind of looked around and said, "What's she talking? What's she mean? You know, whirlpool." And she makes the the round robin motion with her hand. So all the ladies switched. They went to the next guy over. So, okay, cool. Whirlpool means switch. <laughs> so we're in the... It was uh, fitting for a hot tub. <laughs> we're in the throes of passion in this hotel room here six months later or whatever it is, three months. And somebody, not Carmen... We're all with our spouses. ...says whirlpool. <laughs> and Carmen does. They happen to have a king... This couple that said that happens to have a king whirlpool suite. She thought... They were talking about going down to the whirlpool <laughs> and not switch. And of course, us being the newest, I guess, because we have not full swap yet. Right. They were kind of watching you to take cues from you to see what you would do because nobody wanted to jump that gun. They were being respectful. Right. So you thinking in your head, they were talking, you did nothing and just kept going with me. <laughs> and we missed an opportunity, I would say. Right. And so it was it was very mixed signals because then afterwards, I'm like, 
aw, so-and-so, and and I'm not going to name names, so-and-so is going to be really disappointed because she really wanted to ride JD. And he kind of gave me a weird look. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? She gave you the chance. (laughs) Right. So he gave me a weird look, and I didn't even put two and two together until later you pulled me aside, and he goes, you know what Whirlpool meant, right? And I'm like, they wanted to go down to their room, to the Whirlpool. And he goes, no, dumbass. (laughs) It's a term you coined. (laughs) Oops. Oops. Yeah, so we apologized. Here's here's the thing, too, um, because... I had the ladies had made me squirt earlier and oftentimes after I do and I clean myself up, I tend to be drier because I've just wiped everything off. Yes. And what's the one thing I was in charge of packing this time? What's the one thing I forgot? Lube. Lube. What's the one (laughs) thing the other gentleman husband who was in charge of packing forgot? Lube. Right. So. I thought that they wanted to go down to the Whirlpool room because they also had lube down there. So (laughs) it all clicked in my head, but did not click until after you said something. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm a dumbass. So then (laughs) after I I said something to them, they're like, oh, makes sense now. So now this time I said, okay, so if we're ever in that situation again, just loudly yell, switch, and I'll know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, that was quite funny. So, Oh, my gosh. We, we had an opportunity, and, I, and I, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm assuming at this point, had you realized what they were talking about, you would have not hesitated. No, not at all. To switch. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> and we've already said we're open to that. It just it hasn't happened because either I'm bleeding or the other ladies are bleeding or somebody's yeah, something, happens. something happens. Yeah. So here we are. <laughs> here we are. Here we are. So yes, that was rather funny, but it was it was really nice to just. I have to say, and I, I may not, I'm I'm hoping I'm not speaking for you, but for me, it was nice to go and do and play early because it takes a lot of that sitting around in that mm, uncomfortable. That awkwardness. Yeah. Are yes. we, aren't we, are we, aren't we? We just, they were very upfront and said, hey, you want to go back to our room? Let's go play. Let's go play. And I'm like, let's do it. And it was, uh, you knew what you were going for. You knew what you were doing. Let's do it. And then after that, because we played for, what, an hour? Maybe a little more? It was a while, yeah. Yeah, it was quite a long time. We played. But then afterwards, we just partied the rest of the night. Yeah, we went back out into the halls and started roaming again. You're not tired by the time it happens. And you're going, oh, I just want to go back to bed. (laughs) Right. You know, it's. (laughs) It was really nice. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> Worked out good. It did. And had we have started vlogging again, I wouldn't have been in that don't touch me mode by then. Right. So, yes, it was lovely. <laughs> lovely. It was lovely. Uh, it also marked a first for us. We had never played with another couple Mm-mm. at a hotel takeover. We had not. Um, we've obviously done it in... in house parties in our own home but never at a hotel takeover so that was a first yeah it's and somebody else said the same thing that it seems that 
hotel takeovers are more for seeing all your friends that you haven't seen in it's a while more of a and hang out. Event. Yes. Um, and yeah, there might be some touching and flirting, but a lot of actual true couple play doesn't necessarily happen at takeovers often. Right. Yeah, because there's so much else going on and there's so many people. And like once you go to, you know, one or two of these, you've got 50 friends that you can't wait to see again. Right. Um, so once you do get to see them, you want to catch up and see how they're doing and talk to them. And... Or you've got a room full of people and you don't want to be rude and say, um, go away because we want <laughs> to have the, some nookie time. Get the hell out. I want some. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, that was a lot of fun. Um, and as you mentioned, we did go back out then and, and continued on with the party throughout the night. So it was a good time. Yeah. It was it was an amazing party. Had a great time. I do wish we would have talked to a couple people. We were actually looking for the couple that had renamed DP. Yeah, yeah, dancing uh, Peter there. He's he's got a new name as you guys know, and that was from a suggestion from a couple that um, contacted us on SLS, and they were going to be at the party, and we were going around looking for them. We had their screen name. We're asking people, do you know them? Do you, well, have you seen yeah, them? <laughs> and, and that makes us sound really creepy, but we wanted to catch up and we weren't we asking wanted, no. everybody. We were asking the hosts. The, oh, yeah, the hosts of the party. We yeah. were asking the hosts because they have the check-in list of people who have checked in. Um, so we were asking, hey, we really want to talk to these people because they coined our they gave our, our mascot his new name, which is perfect. And, of course, when all this is going on, I have my phone nowhere near me because who wants to fuck with a phone during all this? There's right. Way too much else. Well, they had sent us a message on Saturday night saying, hey, I hope you guys are enjoying the party. Sorry we're under the weather and couldn't make it. So I hope you guys are feeling better. Yes, definitely. And we are hopefully going to make plans with you guys soon yeah. to uh, meet up, have some drinks when bars are open again. Or <laughs> We can't you go know. out to a bar now. <laughs> I know. And it's so weird because you don't want to be those creepy people that say, hey, come back to my house. But, well, you know, anymore, right you now can, you, you kind of got to. You can't say come back to my house. It's, the cops will come arrest you for having a gathering. That is not true. <laughs> so I read that with the state of Wisconsin. That is not true in the state of Wisconsin. They are not holding you responsible. Um, it's public and private facilities. So the private facilities are like your VFW, your Moose, your X, or oh, Elks, okay, sure. those kind of clubs. Um, because the governor's Q&A page says that um, it was, can I have more than 10 people in my home? And they said yes. Oh, uh, okay. So... They're not going to come and rest you in your home, but I did have to look it up because they were questioning it at work. But this thing, I mean, this thing as a whole has really put a kibosh on the lifestyle in, in general for a lot of people because, yeah, we do like to meet at bars. We do like to meet at restaurants and, and get to know somebody that way in public because, like you said, you don't want to be the creepy people that says, come back to my house. You also don't know who you're inviting back to your house. Exactly. So, um, yeah, with no bars and restaurants open now in at least our two-state area. Um, do we go to a park? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you do. It's, it's still winter, so you can't go to a park. It's freezing and raining outside right now. Um, it really has uh, slowed things down and, and is going to continue to do so probably for the next few weeks, maybe longer. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see how this whole thing shakes out. Yeah, but, you know, if we do have a small grouping here, maybe we can introduce them to a couple additional people so it's not so creepy. And so there's safety in numbers. 
True, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying that they're creepy, and I hope that they know that we're not creepy, but for the comfort level yeah, of it's everybody. Just, it's a weird situation, obviously. Right. One unprecedented. We're not used to how to act in this whole thing, and we're just kind of finding our way through it. That's all we can do. Yep. You had your finger out. I thought maybe you wanted to say something. No. <laughs> Well, guys, that is going to wrap up our shenanigans from the hotel takeover. I hope you enjoyed our recounting of it. Unfortunately, we have no interviews to report, but we will do some phone interviews. We've talked to some people and lined some stuff up here for the very near future, um, and we will start uh, getting with them and, and getting them on the air here. That is going to wrap up this edition of Midwest Menage a Trois. We are going to get out of here, and we'll be back next week with an all-new show, unless they come and take our microphones away. <laughs> Spray them down for cooties. If you want to reach out to us, please do so. Midwest3some at gmail.com. We're on uh, Facebook under Midwest Menage a Trois. On the Twitter, it's Midwest3some. And on SLS, it is Lake S Couple. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.